Are you my podcast? 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 Hey, Saracuda. Hey, Mare Bear. How are you? I'm happier now having a white wine spritzer with my West Coast BFF. Yeah, you are. I'm having a margarita mm-hmm. with my East Coast BFF. What's her name? I'll kill her. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I did won't stop. Won't stop. I did have some drinks last night on Zoom with my friend Jen Kirkman, and like I hadn't. My husband's out of town, and you know you can't like go to a bar. I mean, they did just open outdoor dining here in California, but like. You know, for the most part, you just you stay home. I mean, what's the point? Yeah. Um. So my friend Jen Kirkman and I, she and I had Zoom drinks, and oh, I it's so fun. Yeah, and it's amazing how uh, tipsy you can get yourself when nobody's pouring drinks for you know when you're just doing it <laughs> when you're in charge from home. Yeah, yeah, and you're able to just like pick up your iPad and walk to the refrigerator and keep refilling your drink. I was like, wow, I am, I'm, a, I'm tipsy. <laughs> You're living your best life. And I mean, not that you would have to change any behavior if John was there, but there's something fun and special about being alone and having those nights with you where you're just like, oh, like I'm free, living yeah. my best life. You know, you look in the mirror and you realize how hammered you are. Yeah. I I mean, I love my husband very much, but when he said he was going to have to go out of town for a few days, I was excited. Not like to get rid of him and I'll miss him, you know, but for, well, of course, we obviously, you know, things are a little different in the past year plus or whatever, almost a year, I guess it's been where, you know, we don't travel as much and we don't have, he usually is gone for work. I'm gone for work. And so we've just been together. So I'm kind of like, but then I'm re- realized I don't do anything different. I still just watched a lifetime and drank last night. Like it's the same as when he's here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's not like he cramps your style or anything. It's just like, but no, no, it's so funny. I'm the same. It's uh, Mark was going for a walk. He's like, well, I'll wait till later when you're upstairs or recording, whatever. I'm like, go now. Why don't you go now? I want to be in the living room by myself for a few minutes. You're like, why don't you go on a walk for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we're so happy. But um, I can't, no, we are. Just so everyone knows, Mark edits this. And so he gets to hear that. Yeah, he gets to hear us making fun of him. I'm sure he appreciates that. His ass cheeks clench. He gets so uncomfortable. (laughs) It's the only reason we do it. It's um, true. Anyway, no, it was fun and uh, to have a a little bit of time. But I mean, I can't imagine a better night for you to be able to watch a Wendy Williams movie or nightmare or I don't know. We'll see. And then talk to Jen Kirkman on Zoom. I mean, that sounds like my make-a-wish. It was a, it was, it was, it was a solid evening. And uh, just real quick before we get into Wendy Williams. Um, yes. Uh, there's a lot to un- unpack, as they say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not kidding. But um, I would just like to say thank you to everyone who has been subscribing and re- leaving reviews. You guys have been leaving us reviews. And if you're not able to leave one, on like if you're listening on a place that doesn't have them if you go to iTunes and leave one it helps us a lot we're trying to get in the new noteworthy section so that we can try to bring more maybe add a bonus episode we don't know but we appreciate it so much so um very much yeah only nice Thank reviews you. if you have something mean to say then just fucking keep it to yourself yeah or wait till you can see me in person you pansy bitch <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> I don't <laughs> 
Say it to my face. Yeah. Could you imagine? I'd cry and then we'd end up at a bar together and because I'd want to work it out. Oh, God. Yes. You would be like, can I, can, can I, you would probably, if you ever saw a negative review, review, you would try to get in touch with that person, take them to lunch and make them like you. That's what would happen. No, I would just feel like, make me understand. I'll change. I, yeah. Whatever I can do. Um, speaking of in person, I am doing stand-up comedy shows for my first yes. time in a long time in Oklahoma City at Bricktown Comedy Club, February 12th through the 14th. So you Valentine's can... Valentine's weekend. Yeah, they have COVID That's regulations, awesome. limited seating capacity. I know the owner of the club really well, so I know they've been doing a really good job. They've had no issues. Um, you know, wait staff gets tested, all that stuff. So if you feel safe and you're in Oklahoma City or if you know someone in Oklahoma City, please spread the word. You can go to my website, sarahcolona.com, and that will take you to the link to get tickets, blah. That is so awesome. I'm so I'm I'm like jealous, nervous for yeah. you of you about the actual act of performing stand up. Like I'm I so cannot wait to do it. I know. Well, um, Mary was going to yeah. maybe come with me, but she's not quite ready oh. to get out. It's just that, you know, it's yeah. everyone. It's everyone's like personal choice. And believe me, there has been play, like I've turned down certain ones for sure. Um, but this one in particular, and I just really love a, a Valentine's weekend and you know, it's, know. it's a little it's different. The last time. Yeah, I know that's the last time we performed together was last Valentine's mm-hmm. day, um, mm-hmm. in Cleveland. And we really thought it was the beginning of a wonderful year. And then shit hit the fan. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. That who knew? Yeah. Uh, and we like to just, let's just delete 2020. Um, anyway, I don't know if you guys watch the Wendy Williams biopic. Is it biopic or biopic? You know that I don't know, but I've often wondered that myself. I would say, I would probably say biopic. I think it's biopic, but then it sounds like a medical procedure sort of, but... I think it's biopic. But then I'd be the one who's like, oh, have you read her autobiography? Like, I have no <laughs> idea how to speak. <laughs> so don't take my, you know, but yeah, I think bi- biopic. Every week, I feel like we are trying to figure out a word. Like, I don't know yeah. if people just are like, are these two really, really stupid? But we're not. No, we they, really I, aren't. Well, we're we're not stupid, but we are lazy because we never really... <laughs> We never really follow through and get the answer. We're just like, how do you say it? Is it like, and then we just, we don't care enough to find out. But I like that about us. We're laid back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't want to be the person that hang, that gets off this Zoom and starts Googling words I don't know. I don't want to be her. No. And all, you know what? Also, if you if you want to fuck up how you say something, come talk to me. I won't judge. Exactly. <laughs> right there with you. You know, it's fine. I'm the person that if someone says something wrong, like and it and it's like egregiously wrong, I might even go, "Oh, I've been saying it wrong my whole life," and just start saying it a new way. Like I might, <laughs> yeah, you know, I might just believe that person. So yeah, yeah, no, me too. I would be like, "Note to self: Double check." But then again, lazy probably wouldn't double check. I would just adopt it whether it was right or wrong. <laughs> this might be more of a self-esteem issue than anything else. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like it. Maybe we should just start, maybe we'll just call it a movie instead of either. A, but it was based yeah. on her life and she executive produced it. Wendy Williams executive produced it. So it was definitely a very one-sided. It definitely was, you could tell, produced by Wendy Williams. <laughs> it was definitely... Um, I think skewed to maybe portray the best version possible right. of the Wendy Williams 
herself. Yes. I mean, I, I, I even read something about that where they were like, um, I think it was like in the LA Times or something leading up to it. And they, you know, interviewed her or something. And they were like, obviously, you know, don't expect this to be a um, story about, you know, anyone else's take or side. So, which is yeah, fair. I mean, yeah. she, exef- you know, if I ever executive produce the Sarah Colonna story, which fucking nobody would watch. Um, the- are, you, are you kidding me? I mean, wh- it would be amazing you'd let me be in it in some like side part wouldn't you totally you could play like a barista or something yeah bartender in your neighborhood (laughs) you could play the hot barista like like in the um in the lifetime christmas movies that everyone should be dating but nobody seems to be (laughs) all right done done send me my contract no problem no problem perfect um but yeah, I would I would definitely make myself look good and 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 ignore you know. Well, I was gonna say and just you know whatever I I it's you know Wendy Williams she's a human person you know there's humanity in the world but I'm gonna give you my thoughts I I will what one thing that confused me so there was this movie that was you know promoted and we've been excited about it it feels like for the last five years and then right after was the Wendy Williams documentary where you see the actual woman. Uh, like a melted candle. She's having a breakdown the entire time. Like I was like, I'm way more interested in that than this fucking movie. She sort of doctored up the way she wanted. Okay, so that's interesting. See, so I didn't watch it because I think I was, you know, basically in a brownout by the time um, mm-hmm. that. <laughs> That mm-hmm. aired once I started Wait, having. So, so was I, <laughs> by the way. But yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I started having drinks with Kirkman like at seven thirty because I can see the difference oh. for me is I get to watch these movies at five p.m. because if they for whatever reason they they feed the East Coast feed into Directv. I don't know why. So I watch it at five p.m. I'm done at seven. I've got the whole night ahead of me, and I had my Zoom drinks. Oh man! And I was like, oh, and then I'll watch the documentary. Well, somehow Kirkman and I were on, you know, drinking like on Zoom for like three straight hours. I mean, I didn't even know that was possible. Oh, that's so fun. So at 1030, Think I was how like, how much I money gotta, you're saving. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> just staying at yeah. home. Um, yeah. So I was thinking I was going to watch the documentary afterwards, but instead I went straight to sleep at, you know, 1031 or something. So I haven't watched it yet, but I did, you know, the clips showing it, I would, you know, she was, I didn't seem like she was trying to, you know, uh, hide the, messiness of her (laughs) self no wasn't it actually called like the hot the mess or something yeah what a mess or something i think yeah 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 no she wasn't kidding yeah i mean i thought the actress that played her was great i think her name was real she nailed it yeah it's like sierra payton c-i-e-r-a so i'm not sure to how to pronounce again another thing i'm all i You know the singer Sierra, Ciara, the singer. Yeah, I know her. I mean, not like listen, not well. She doesn't, you know. uh, She probably would would run past me and not remember me. But she and I know each other because our husbands play for the same football team. Like I have been to a game with her. Mm -hmm. Fun. Got on like a bus with her to go to a game. You know, may or may not have had her phone number for a while. She probably changed it the minute my husband got cut from the team. Um, oh just to God. make she probably does that every every week, changes her number. But I still panic every time I have to say her name. So and it's it's spelled C I A R A. So this C I E R A really threw me for a loop, and I'm not positive how to say her name either. 
but she's beautiful and she was great in this movie. Well, I want you to text her and say hello after this and see if that's still her number. <laughs> see it if just... she wants to talk about some Lifetime or some Married at First Sight or something. Yeah. I could use a boost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. That'd be pretty cool. You want to yeah. come on the podcast? What are you doing Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah. You're home, right? Yeah. Everybody's home. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Yeah, I think she is home. I mean, I follow her on Instagram. I wouldn't leave that house if I, like, judging from what I've oh. seen of it, I would, I'd stay home all the time too. Anyway, this particular actress was one, she, she like nailed the um, impression of Wendy Williams. Like she didn't do an impression. She kind of embodied her, you know, which I thought was yeah. cool. Like that accent that could haunt your dreams. It really Oof. can. <laughs> you know, that's not... That's not like a, ooh, that's a, it's like a, ooh, my eardrums are bleeding, you know? Yeah. Good for her. I know. She did. She nailed it. I mean, that's, it felt, she she's Jersey, Asbury Park, but it was like, it just felt like Jersey, Long Island, and New York had an orgy and then jizzed <laughs> into her vocal cords. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a very... And listen, I know I sound like I'm, you know, from Fargo with my mom and dad and Sierra and, you know, but that's a tough fucking accent. I'm sorry. So, you know, Uh, it is. It is, you know, but she she did it. Uh, And, you know, that which actually is an interesting thing, if you think about it, like this woman, you know, Wendy Williams built her career really on the radio. So it's like either, you know, she she like built this thing off of having that accent and a voice like not uh, you know that oh, I mean yeah. obviously there was yeah. talent behind it but I just mean like her when you have a recognizable voice like that and you know she wanted to be in radio I mean they kind of, they showed her growing up in in New Jersey and how everyone was always calling her like she, I guess she has size 11 shoes they made a lot of size 11 foot references yeah yeah like the fact that she was a, by the way I wear a size 10 and my mother who my mother is a normal sized human being she wears a 12 well she should just cut her feet off I know <laughs> well a couple times she wanted to I think before the internet became really easy to use because she has to order all of her shoes but also my brother wears a 16 I just want to say I come from big feet so when she's bragging about an 11 I was like rolling my eyes and taking off my nail polish I was bored yeah yeah you're like don't talk to me about like big been feet. there this yeah like get over it yeah size I mean, 14 pants give me something to really think about okay <laughs> go fuck yourself no just kidding well I haven't ever really I, I, I guess you'd have to be a, a woman that had larger feet to understand the struggle of it like I've just never thought about it like if someone has big feet I'm like I like good for you like more more balance or more place yeah to they're be gonna in. hold you up yeah, yeah. so yeah. but I, again obviously that doesn't mean that people don't have that you know when I know taller girls have a hard time in school like you know just like when you have like yeah. certain things that make you stand out I guess I mean they made it seem like she got really razzed for being a big girl but they weren't she the girl who was playing her younger was not a big girl and like at all well she got razzed by her father the most which i think might have been the most harmful i know uh yeah you know and he was like oh you'd be beautiful if you lost weight did tommy sneak you twinkies i had that written down for some reason but it's like yeah it seems like her family was a dick to her right no they were i mean there was like there was like a scene in the beginning where she went to a party was playing like musical chairs (gasps) and then she sat in the chair and it broke but like so 
I guess she was, a, I, and I'm not saying <laughs> they should have cast, you know, I just was like, was she really big or was it that her family harped on her appearance so much that she had like dysmorphia, you know, but then when she broke yeah, the chair yeah. at the party, I'm like, well, I guess she is supposed to be big. It's just that I thought the girl looked like a totally normal sized <laughs> girl for her yeah. age. Like I didn't, she didn't look like like she had a weight problem she just looked like she was a few years older than all these kids and it may be like that maybe she was just like super tall like just a bigger child compared to the people in her grade or whatever yeah but i will say like that i mean that would fuck you up you know sitting being a person that sat on the chair at the party and broke it like that would fuck you up you know i mean also I can imagine right now just adult Mary with my anxiety having to play musical chairs again. <laughs> like that alone, just watching it. Uh, she did piss her bed after that, which I think it has more to do with the musical chairs than anything else. I know. Yeah, she wet her bed and her mom was like, because you're, you're too heavy and it's weighing on your bladder. And I'm like, that's not <gasps> a thing. That is not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then they like went really quick, like to her in almost in a way it's like, Okay, I get it. But they went from her being a kid, a big kid, getting whatever, to like split screen. She just like has a radio show. She's in college and then she's like, yeah, I mean, she moved quick. Yeah, they did. She got like a a gig in D.C. or something they went to. It was kind of it was well, in some ways, it was a little bit like the Salt and Peppa movie where I was like, and now they have a hit on the radio. And you're like, yeah, now they're on the radio. Yeah. 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 But at least they did sh- like she kind of narrated that part at least and 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 was like yeah, you know yeah. i tried everything i like you did see like you know kind of quickly but they showed her like going to radio stations and dropping off tapes and and trying to meet people and waiting what, in lobbies she was a hustler hustler yeah you said yeah it's like crazy it's almost like in my head i'm i'm like that really is the common theme of people who succeed they just like they hustle and they don't quit and they don't stop until they get what they want i'm like ah oh, shit they went right into also um you know that the way that she she was like i found a way to stay skinny which was cocaine she's like cocaine was everywhere you know at this time yeah. and and she was uh, you know, I mean, this actress had like a fucking slamming body, by the way. I was just like, oh, I could, couldn't even focus. I was like, maybe I shouldn't, yeah. you know, maybe I should be drinking my vodka straight instead of with juice so I can look like her. Um, <laughs> That's when Mark came and sat down and watched the movie with me, too. I was like, all right, we got it. Uh, when he saw her walk, when he saw mm-hmm. her bouncing around. Yeah. Yeah. She had yeah. a nice bag. And they went right into her cocaine. Like, she was like, basically, like, I've got a gig in D.C. and I do coke to stay skinny. And it, it was, um, there was so much cocaine in this movie. And I don't, <laughs> I don't do cocaine, but it made me want to. I don't think Same. that's the it's message a- that they was trying to send. No. No, but it looked fun, and I'll tell you, it got her where she wanted to be. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. I'm not saying, not promoting it, but also, I am so, I'm such a, a naive simpleton that when when the scene when she's in the they go oh she figured out a better diet you know and it, they're going she's in a bathroom stall I'm like oh okay good so now she's taking laxatives like I immediately thought she was I actually you know that's what I actually what I thought bulimic. they were no that's what I <laughs> backdoor bulimic I don't think I've ever heard that I just made that up okay well you should probably trademark that or something all right I might um I don't I, that's what I thought too at first. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna have an eating disorder." But you know, she eats a lot, like takes laxatives or whatever. But no, it was just that she needed to go into the stall to do yeah. to do her cocaine and shame. Um, lots of lots of 
cocaine. And yeah. that that was, yeah, it was almost like sometimes I'd see a movie or a show or like Boardwalk Empire where they're all smoking cigarettes and I'm just like chomping at the bit for a marble light, you know, mm-hmm. you just see it. And it looks good. Yeah. And then you do it and it's not the same. And then you do it and then he breaks up with you <laughs> and your job isn't available anymore. No. Kidding, yeah. Kidding. Like I think if I would have just sat home and did cocaine all night last night, I don't think I would have woken up with a radio show today. Yeah. Maybe that's not the part of the hustle that I should be so focused <laughs> right. on. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you uh-huh. know, that's what happened. And so she she had, she. I mean, I think everyone kind of knows that she had addiction problems in the past. And this is obviously a theme in the movie. And now her first like big interview was... Uh, they called him Ricky Tony in the movie, probably for legal reasons. Um, I know she said uh, out loud who the real person was, but I I won't say it. I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, A, because I can't remember, but also <laughs> maybe we're not supposed to. I was going to say, I'm I don't not know sure. who it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I looked it up when because I was like, is Ricky Tony this person? And then while well, I was watching it. So this like she has this big interview with a guy who's like up and coming. And then, like, he hits on her and asks her to go to a party, and then he uh, he date rapes her, which was... That was a tough scene, yeah. you know? Like, it was just, like, yeah, that was awful. And it's it also, like, showed, and if, you know, obviously she produces and stuff, but it's, like, it showed how naive she was. Like, even though she's, like, you know, interviewing famous people and you know musicians and whatever it's like she's like oh yeah I'll go I'll go to your hotel room with you while you change your clothes like I don't know you know she was young and naive yeah and and I guess in a little bit of a different time we're probably all more on a little bit high alert now too about like oh should I but you know not necessarily I mean it it obviously still happens like when you you know you think and 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 also probably in that situation you're like oh I think I can trust this person because they're so famous why would they hurt me you know right and then and then it's the opposite but um i you know obviously that's fucking terrible and so we you know we just i just no, don't want to pretend it didn't happen it was horrible yeah, yeah but um but it is it's interesting to see also from that like she she just she doesn't tell anyone she presses on mm-hmm. which in you know some ways you're like oh wow she really you know what are they pulled up her bootstraps or whatever the fuck you want to say, you know, (laughs) like you're, you're like, wow, she really, you know, went on with it. But then at the same time, um, I hate that that's what someone thinks they have to do. You know, like I can't talk about this. I have to go on. I can't call this person out in order for me to succeed. I have to, you know, right. Pretend it didn't happen. And I hate that. But luckily now she can tell her story, but I was surprised at not like surprised, but There was never any mention of any girlfriends, you know, like she really, right? That's true. I didn't even think about that. I mean, she just didn't really have any, she was just so like career focused and stuff that it it felt like she just, it was like just everything was, you know, solitude, you know, she didn't really interact with anybody. That to me made those fucking you know date rapes and miscarriages and all these things just feel even heavier right I mean? yeah no that's true there was never I didn't even think about that at the time but there was definitely never you know she kind of isolated herself and then when she ended up getting married she you know everything was seemed like it was all him it was all you know I did think it was interesting too like she went right after like that scene and she went and got an AIDS test because it was you know kind of 
HIV was running rampant at this time. Yeah, she yeah. was very, um, very like thoughtful about. She was thoughtful about AIDS, but not about getting pregnant. Right. Well, and partying and doing drugs. Like there, it was. It was. I was almost like, yeah, look at her. Like always, you know, being sure to like make sure she's okay. But then you're like, oh, but then she's. You know, the minute the test was negative, she was like back at a club partying with drugs. And I was like, but at the same time, you know, what would you do if you were terrified that you had something and then you didn't, you'd probably go party afterwards. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She obviously was, you know, in a fucking going through some shit, you know, like period. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. So when she's going out all the time, other than like, you know, meeting guys and fucking them or whatever, like she was by herself. Yeah, that's true. She was I like really how didn't... you go to brunch alone all the time, but she was doing that in clubs with like glow sticks and coke and not glow sticks. That's a wrong. You don't know that I don't take but... glow sticks to brunch when I go by myself. You don't know. Oh my god! If I ever found that out, though, I don't. I don't even think there's room for me to love you more. But it would happen. They showed a lot of clips of her out partying at clubs, and right now that always always messes with my head. It always. I don't want to go to a club. I don't like clubs. I don't stand in lines. I don't like crowded play. Like you know, I like to go to a dinner with a couple friends, and I prefer for to go at the time when nobody else is there. Like that's, I'm not a, yeah, a big, right. uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a crowd person when it comes to like sporting events, but when I go out, I'd, I prefer just to be, I don't know. I'm just like an old bitty, you know? Well, no, it's, you want your space. If there's not a bar seat, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. I'm but right it's right there with you. But right now when I see people, you know, in movies and whatnot, partying at clubs, I'm like, Oh my God, you used to be able to do that. Without wearing a mask. I know. I and- see people in like a crowded elevator. I get turned on. Yeah. <laughs> no, she uh, she she ends up going to New York. And I thought, so she gets a job in New York and she becomes a DJ. Like, did you, okay, I'm asking you, Sarah Colonna, were you f- familiar with Wendy Williams a lot? Like the whole idea that she was like a female Howard Stern, does that, I didn't know that she was that much of a radio, a big radio player. I Like I didn't know that. I did in some ways. And I think I actually knew that more because I do, I listen to Howard Stern all the time and oh, okay. he has like interviewed her and they've talked like, so I've, I, so you've known it. Yeah. I kind okay. of, yeah. I, I, um, but I, I didn't really know. I didn't really know her early years. I mean, she, you know, definitely hustled. Like we're saying she had a job in DC and then she got a full-time job in New York and, and, um, you know, she was doing a lot of coke to get her from job to job, city to city. I do. I do love that she says about like the New York. She's like, yeah, I'm in New York. And there was something where she's like, I've never gone more than two weeks as an adult without a job and whatever. But she's like, she gets this uh, job at Hot 103.5 and then does this and crushes it for two years. And then, then she, it just glossed over. She's like, and then she gets fired for some reason. She's like, just no no idea why. And they just move to the next scene. I'm like, um, I bet just someone knows. And I bet, I bet you yeah. I could probably throw some guesses out there. Yeah. You know? Like there was, again, with her being sort of at the helm of this whole show movie that you're mm-hmm. like, like, even when um, I thought it was funny when she got this, like, when because she, she was working in D.C. and New York, like going back and forth. And then they gave her like a full time slot in New York because they liked her or whatever. And she goes back to D.C. and tells her bosses um that she got a full-time job in New York. Those two bitchy women. Yeah, yeah there was like these two bitchy women. Yeah. I think one was named Diane. Um, 
And she goes, she tells them, and then the like, you know, narrating part of it, she goes, and then I told them I got a full-time job in New York and they threw me out on my ass. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Aren't you quitting if you got a full time? Well, yeah, that's what I didn't fucking get that at all. I thought it was so weird. I was like, no, but you quit. Like, why are you narrating that they threw? Like, I mean, maybe they weren't happy with you or whatever, but she was like, basically made it seem like they fired her for getting a full time job in New York. But like, if she got a full time job in New York and she went to tell them that she was quitting that job. So that was confusing. Well, maybe, maybe with her cocaine habit, she's like, I don't have to quit. I can put more hours into the world, into the, you know, maybe she thought she could do it. I all. can work 48 hours a day. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and then man. and then she was like killing it at that station. Yeah. And they fired her out of nowhere, which was like you said, I'm sure there uh, if someone else was telling this story, we would have had more insight into why they fired her. And she's like, she's like, they didn't even tell me why they just told me to leave and go have a baby. And I was like, mm. I mean, so it sounds kind of convenient for this little part of the, you know, not whatever. I sound like a, tw- not that, but she definitely fucked up something. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? She did something. Take, she was gossip, yeah, so, you know, something happened. Yeah. And she was yeah. being this, like, you know, she was, be, she was this gossipy. She was kind of trying to get into this, um, shock jock type thing. Yeah. And so after, um, she gets fired for no apparent reason. We don't know why. Uh, she goes to her, the station where Carol Ford, who is like her icon, works. Oh, right. And right. she sits in the lobby every day trying to meet like the person that produces her show, which I was like, again, I mean, that's a hustle. Like, that's impressive, you know? And I, like, my mom, when I moved to California, my mom told me that I should get a job at CBS working in the lobby. And then oh someone would come in one day and they'd be like, you should have a TV show. And she thought that's how it worked. Oh, my God. Wait, that's not how you got no your work? Didn't no, work. I'm kidding. No, didn't work. Um, I also never got a job working in the CBS. It's very sweet. But um, I was like, that would never work. But if my mom watched the Wendy Williams movie last night, she'd be like, see, she sat in a lobby and got a job. I, I think that's great. I think the hustle's great. I also feel like, it could have been a little peculiar and possibly uh, she was probably asked to leave. I mean, I don't know how right. you just hang out in a building and stalk people until they break down and give you your fantasy job. I know. You know? Yeah. Like he basically one day. Um, so goes the story. I mean, we have again, we don't know exactly if it's true or how it worked, but. She was sitting there and then the producer of the show came out and was like, hey, you've been sitting here every day and I need someone to fill in for Carol Ford. So you got the job today. (laughs) I was like, what? I don't even know if you can speak words, but you're on in five. Yeah, Yeah. that was, um, you know, a risky on the part of the producer, if that is true. Um, It worked out, obviously. Everyone thought it was great because she started going into gossip and shit that they're not used to. And and then the the producer was like, we don't do that here. That's amazing. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. He she's like reading out of a rag mag or whatever, like a you know, examiner or something, and she's talking shit about Millie Vanilli. <laughs> and the guy, like you said, when he was like, We don't do that, it's like he was mad. And then and then the next like second he goes, It's revolutionary. <laughs> and she's like, they hired me full time. I mean Yeah. I know. I mean, it feels like there was some uh some 
some some holes in that some, story some gaps perhaps <laughs> yeah but you know hey maybe you know it, i know it was funny too because it was like millie but she's like and then it turns out that they, <laughs> that's me doing her accent <laughs> it turns out that they're doing uh, <laughs> i can't even do it it's so not good oh my god it's so good <laughs> i love it even, keep doing not it. even close turns out they're not even singing the songs <laughs> that's so not how she sounds <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I like it. I think that could could you just do the rest of the podcast in that voice? Yeah. So then she meets this guy, and uh, <laughs> you mean we dating? Are you talking about Eric? I see. I can't even do it. I'm not even going to try. Eric B. Eric B. Yeah. Eric B. Yeah. Yeah. They no. they start dating when she's getting popular, and then he borrows a car. <laughs> That's not. Oh how, my! That's God. Not how anyone talks. <laughs> Uh, we just ended up in Boston. I, I don't know. know how. Well, but we got. Th- I took my own liberties with my accent because it's my accent. I love it. Thank you. I want to say before Eric B borrowed her car, the grossest part of the movie is when she's getting really railed by Eric B. Just, just a big old fuck fest, and she goes, <laughs> "Oh, Eric B." <laughs> <laughs> fucking imagine using someone's initial i hope they've done that on the bachelor bachelorette like they're fucking in the fantasy suite and they're like oh ashley r or you know whatever <laughs> oh that just tickled me I oh have to my say. god i i it was i must have been <laughs> refilling my wine or i cannot believe i missed that part or it didn't stand out to me i'm definitely oh, i'm definitely doing that to my husband next time we have sex mm. i'm gonna be like oh john john r Oh, John oh, yeah. R. I'm going to be like, um, Mark R. And he'll be like, what? I'll be like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so many marks of my life. I just got to. I just have to specify oh. which one's underneath me. Um, yeah. You wow. all feel the same. No, I'm kidding. It'd be weird. Okay. That's, you all feel uh, the same. Yeah. No, I did not pick up on her saying that. And that is yeah. hilarious. That was the actually like pun intended, whether there was one or not. That was the climax for me because I, nothing else really sort of. I mean, it was fine, but that that was worth the the two hours. It was well, I mean, ninety it, minutes plus was, commercials. It made it worth yeah. everything just now for me. Um, but yeah, she they uh they didn't last long. He like borrowed no. like she got him like a rental car and then he took off with it and ruined her credit. She said, credit. yeah, um, yeah. And she, I think he, she got pregnant and had an abortion when she was with him, right? I couldn't figure out how long they were together because it was literally like a one minute part of this movie. But yeah, I know. So, but then well, did they she, stay together after the abortion? I don't think so. No, bit? I think she threw him out when. Okay. Because again, she, like you said, she went by herself. And again, you didn't see like a friend or, and I don't think, I don't even know if she told him, but I think she was done with him. And then she met Kevin, who is like her husband that like she had the very public, you know, stuff with that we all, I think if you've, you know, read recently or whatever, like, um, so, and she said, which I thought was funny. She's like, yes, he was my second husband, but I'm skipping over my first marriage because it wasn't interesting. And I was like, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was funny too. Just, yeah, that was the, the candor, you know, the acknowledgement and then we're moving on. 
She doesn't want to waste people's time. You know, and also like, what a good F you to whoever her first husband was, you know? Oh, that's true. I never even thought about that. Can you that imagine? Too. Like, I would love, like, I, if I, again, if I ever get to tell a story about my life, I'm going to be like, I'm just going to skip right to my my husband and I'm like, and I'll be like, and I dated other people and one guy for five years, but you know what? They don't got a fucking mention in this because they weren't worth it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think a power that, is, move. that is a big old fuck you. That is fun. That is, you know what else is fun is when she meets Kevin and he wants to hook up and find out if they can or that they're going to get their pathfinders dirty together. <laughs> Not sure if you heard that line. I mean, you really picked up on some lines that I somehow missed. Yeah. No, it's because I I have uh, the focus of I don't know what. But is that I, yeah? Is that like a you know? Is that like code for something else, or is it really that they both well, had pathfinders? I don't know if it is or not, but I've been calling my vagina my pathfinder ever <laughs> since, and <laughs> I just can you. I'm going to be like, Mark R, let's go get our Pathfinders dirty. Like, I, I don't know where these lines came from, but it was very entertaining. I don't know either. I um, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Pathfinders. Well, they got, I mean, they got more than their Pathfinders dirty. They got their lives dirty together. I <laughs> they think. did. They, they did. And it, they were in the car and Kevin, uh, they're having a chat and she's like talking about like how she's kind of fallen in love with them. And, you know, she refers to him as a thug, but she's in love. He made her felt safe. She keeps calling him a thug. Safe. He did show up on yeah. their first date with like a roadie. Oh, which, like in his I car. Mean, fucking just yeah. get down on one knee. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. all I'd need. <laughs> There's a lot of porking. A lot of porking. There was a lot of porking. There was. Mm-hmm. I don't think she I don't even remember his last name, but she just called him Kevin. She didn't use his last initial when they had sex, did she? No, oh. she didn't. And she did then she went to Kev and it became Kev for everything. Right. But I I liked him more as a Kevin. Yeah, well when he became Kev, he became a real piece of shit. Um Yeah. Although although that's her side too. No, yeah. Right. No, that's yeah, that's no, again, we, we don't really I mean, I do believe obviously if Oh, I'm sure. I mean yeah. he seemed he obviously cheated on her a bunch and did some she she always calls him like a thug with a heart of gold and and she talks about yeah. um she ta- she tells him she wants to get plastic surgery she wants to get her boobs enhanced and he's like you know whatever you want and like and then and then she like talks about that on the air on her radio show and she gets in trouble for talking about oh the girl gets mad yeah which yeah. I thought I didn't really get that I didn't. Like- yeah, I didn't like why. I mean, you would think if any, you know, she's like, we don't talk about stuff like that. It's like, I mean, she's o- she's only talking about herself, so it's like she's not calling out someone else's. Right, right. I mean, that's I mean, if anything, like you know, at least the woman's honest. So, well, I guess I hadn't seen Wendy in a while because I did forget about her giant, giant cans because I mean, she's got in the the the. God love her as someone who walks around with a couple of my own, <laughs> but she's got this tiny little waist in it. She just has like the figure of like a Barbie, like a cartoon Barbie doll. It's yeah. like amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, you know, she, um, I think she said she had liposuction and plastic surgery. I don't know, but yeah, they got mad at her for talking about it. And then, and then she had like talked about some girls on the, like a band called total, I think. 
Right? Yeah, that was sort of unclear. Like, was it? What did it have to do with? I don't Diddy know. Or am was, I making that up? Well, she had said. I like there was some clip that they quickly Although, showed, was he but puffy they puffy then. Well, they didn't highlight this, but they like they kind of glossed over it. But she said something. She's like, "Yeah, the girls from Total signed like a bad deal," or some, she said something like that. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. And like with Puffy, maybe was their producer. And then next thing you know, the girls were like outside her building yelling at her. And then Kevin like like, ran them off. Yeah, it was. I was just like, I don't understand if they had a bad deal. Wouldn't they be like, thanks for telling. So I, you know, again, this is something they just kind of threw in there and didn't really explain. or, or, Or maybe we were supposed to already know. Maybe they thought we knew all about the Wendy Williams total beef, but we didn't. Maybe they just showed it also to sort of show he, he was kind of becoming her like caretaker, her manager, her keeper, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Because like after that, she uh, she decides to quit cocaine cold turkey. Oh yeah, only took her four days. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, I was like, how? Yeah. All I've just wanted to do with this whole movie just from watching you. How did you quit? Cold I can't turkey? get off carbs, Wendy. But apparently, you can do whatever you put your mind to. You know. <laughs> Fuck you. Exactly. Also, she talks about Kevin like he in the beginning, you know, because again, it's it's always fun in the beginning. But like she talks about him like he's just like the the kindest man. So she basically is like, hey, um, I was a fat kid, but I, I'm not anymore. Also, I want to get big tits and lipo, but I'm going to pay for the whole thing. And he's like cool and she's like oh my god he's so compassionate (laughs) like she's basically like i'm going to make myself i mean basically she she would have been with anybody i think she was just looking for a a protector or a man or whatever yeah Um, i mean i think if 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 you're like he's such a good person he doesn't mind that i'm getting plastic surgery like if that's your bar is low if that's yeah you know if that's what makes him your biggest supporter like great I mean good I'm glad that he didn't care and she has the right to do whatever she wants with her body but also like maybe like can he have other qualities other than being right cool with you getting a boob job because most guys probably are (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna yeah exactly like I can I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, myself into the perfect aesthetic that you want but don't worry I'm gonna pay for it but thank you for letting me yeah yeah (laughs) it's like what yeah it was a little strange and then he proposed to her uh at some point you know right after that I think and then um and then she ends up gets getting suspended from her job in New York because she talks about a rapper who is in the closet Oh, is this when is this when she talked about it in One Nut magazine? <laughs> is that a thing? I need to know if that's a real thing. I know I could just Google it, but I want someone to tell me. It's so much more because fun if someone lets us know about One I Nut need, magazine. If someone could just let us know about One Nut magazine and 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 the. This is drama. This is why we created Are You My Podcasters. It's a group on Facebook. You can search it and join it. And this is for you guys to post. And if you have, if you happen to have a subscription to One Nut Magazine and you want to let us know, that would be great. (laughs) You want to buy me one. Oh, you could just send me one. Even just a picture, post it. I know what you're getting. I know what Mare Bear's getting for Christmas. (laughs) One Nut Magazine. <laughs> or Valentine's Day. I need a ticket come sooner. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yes, please. 
a lifetime subscription. Um, I just want to point out that she's she. Okay, so you said she gets suspended here, yada yada, and they she goes to Philly, which we'll talk about because obviously I I, I take this part very seriously as a, a Philadelphia gal right now. Mm-hmm. But she's wearing a tiara, like she started wearing tiaras at this point. And yeah, to work. Listen, I you know whatever. It's 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 unforgivable. I mean, I get it. No. You know, you try. You know, but you there's you don't need. This isn't necessary. No, no. It, it it reminds me of that one stand-up bit of yours, whatever. Not, but it's like I'm a princess. I'm a prince. Like yeah. she's just it's cute it's when like, you're five. Right, we, right. It's actually not even right. cute when you're five. It's annoying then, and it's more annoying when you're a grown-ass woman. It's even worse. Yeah, yeah. So wait, she gets suspended. She had heads to Philly. Have to just let you know that the first picture in the montage of Philadelphia skyline is a nice picture of Pittsburgh. Like, come on, Lifetime. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and mean... Mark made me go back. And then Mark said, I'll, I'll tell, even tell you what building that is, the most prominent building in the picture. And I, of course, I didn't write it down because, like, you know, I just start snoring. It's like, I don't want to go that deep. But it was Pittsburgh. Like, right. Come on. I know. I love that Mark's like, I can actually tell you um, what year yeah. the building that they showed. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it's actually built. a brick you can't find in this part of the country anymore. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, my God. Wake me up when this is over. But yeah, I can't believe so. they showed Pittsburgh instead of. I mean, oh, that's yeah. a big I mean, faux pas. You, it's a very different skyline than Philly, you know. I mean, it's a beautiful city. It's just yeah, but it's bridges diff- and rivers, and it's a different know. city than the one that they were yeah. supposed to be showing. Is the problem? It's like who who there's a who Paris got Ar- a little lax on the editing, you know. There's a Paris, Arkansas, but we don't show the Eiffel Tower as the fucking part of Paris, Arkansas. Oh my god, that would be that's oh yeah, where would you grow up? Paris, Arkansas. Yeah, <laughs> very different. Just very different. Very different experiences. Um well, so she's not in Pittsburgh. She's in Philly. No. But she they, is in Philly. Yeah. Yes. And she yeah. uh this is when her like pregnancy struggles began, so we see her, which is awful. Uh again, like my one there, you know, there's a f- lot of takeaways about Wendy Williams. Um, but one thing you cannot deny is that she went through some shit, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I actually, it's, so a girl, I can't find the post anymore. I don't know if she deleted it, but a girl from Philly uh, had posted something about under the Wendy picture on Instagram and talked about how she liked the actress. She thought she did a good job, but said something about, the all the miscarriages she had that she had read it they had a lot more to do with her drug habits than her cervix as she blamed in this movie right well i was wondering because she she even said and so you know what's interesting because if that's true and we don't know i mean it could be true that that the doctor told us she had a, a a weak cervix which is what happens in the movie and she even reacts to him and says, all this time I've been blaming myself for my years of drugs and blah, blah, blah. And all this time is just that I needed to lie down. And the doctor's like, yep. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem like a real conversation a doctor and a patient had, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. way a doctor was like, yeah, no, you could totally do as much cocaine as you no, want as long as you lay down. Keep, yeah. What Keep fucking up right up there. Get, get all the drugs yeah. in. In fact, if you want, I can give you a prescription to cocaine. And um, as long as you do it lying <laughs> down, you're going to have a healthy baby boy. As long as you boy. come over to my house and we do it together, I'm totally down for that. <laughs> yeah, oh that, my God. it seemed a little um, 
again, I don't know the truth, but probably somewhere in the middle, but I just thought it was funny that even, you know, they even, they even wrote a line for her to like acknowledge that she thought it could have been, you know, her drug abuse that did it. And by the way, even if I, whatever did it, it's awful. So, you know, it's not like, no, she, it's not like she deserved I mean, it, but I'm just saying like, it's funny that they even put in a line to, so they could like really hit on the head. Nope. It was definitely not anything to do with anything she did. It was, you know, they just wanted to like kind of drive that point home so that we, uh, we got the point. Yeah. Yeah. But she's in, she's in Philly working, uh, at the power 99 station and, Apparently, she says several times that when she got to Philly, the that radio station was like 14th in whatever rankings, and she gets it to like number one and number two, and she's brand new. And she says, I was seven weeks pregnant, and I miscarried. And then she goes, but who does hair well, and where can I get a cheesesteak? And that was like her opener. Yeah, I, I, I guess that was... I don't know. My and people do what they want to do. I wouldn't tell my best friend if I was seven weeks pregnant. I think I'd want to wait. A, I don't know, but like to be on a major radio. I think it was their station. way of showing. You know, devil's advocate here is I think it was their way of showing like she was um, this person who opened up about herself on the radio and then like vulnerable and, and you know and she got people to relate to her and then was like you know, but okay, serious shit aside, where can I get, you know, tell me about your city. Yeah. Like it no, was how right. she, I sound like an asshole. Kind no, of you don't that no. I look back at that. No, I'm just bit. saying you could look at it both ways. And I think that that's mm-hmm. why they wanted us to see that she was that's sort of point. like no boundaries, you know, uh, being honest on the radio. And that's what, uh, you know, appealed people to her. Well, and, and I, I felt, I mean, it really, you know, I, I go into these movies not really thinking a whole lot of taking anything seriously, but the miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage, it was so fucking sad. I know. And then, like, finally she's in the hospital, and then, like, here, I guess what I'm saying, she's this attention-seeking person, clearly. You know, and for whatever reason, whatever whatever voids she's trying to fill, and some nurse walks up to her with a pad and a pen, asks for an autograph, and she's like... Yeah, come back sometime and I'll give it to you. Like she wouldn't just sign her pad. Yeah, just um, yeah, just sign it at that point. It's just a nurse. Yeah. yeah, just trying to help out, you know. Yeah, just sign it. You're sitting there. You're not going anywhere. And then she has to be like when she finally does get pregnant and it sticks, she has to be on like bed rest the whole time because it yes. of the cervix thing or whatever. And they... um. I'm not saying whatever as if it's not a thing. I just mean like, I don't know the condition. I don't know what it's called. They just said weak cervix. So she has to lie down because of that. And um, she does her like radio show from her bed, which fucking dream. That looks so fun. Oh my God. I was like, I was like, I know she has to do this and it probably sucks. And like, it's, you know, obviously I don't think anyone wants to be on bed rest, but just in the way they made it look in the movie, like the guy was fun. Oh, Kev was rubbing her feet and, and yeah, uh, bringing her food. And she, and I was just like, oh my available, which, which led to her 100, 103 pound weight gain. That's right. Over the next nine months. Yeah. Um, which yeah. that's a that's a lot. Um, I would never I'm I'm just saying health wise, that's a lot. It's a lot. Know? Um yeah. and if you can't move, I, I mean on top of it, if you can't Yeah. It feels like they're I don't her doctor sucked, okay? So Yeah, bad doctors. All, all he actually. says is you got a weak cervix and you can do whatever you want as long as you lie down. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, he didn't say that, but kind of. And then <laughs> um and then 
you know, you you would think he would be like, well, but also if this is, um, you know, what's going to happen, and if you're going to be on bed rest, then we have to put in. This is the diet you need to be on. Anything to be like, you yeah. can't gain 103 yeah. pounds because that's not healthy yeah. for you or your weak. Or it must have been a really big baby or like the <laughs> biggest baby in the gave, world. Gave birth to a 78 pound baby. Um, yeah, it's a kindergartner. Yeah. No, <laughs> now, they, <laughs> now they have their son. He comes out healthy. Finally, she has a, a, her baby and she says her son's off limits, which I totally respect. Good. You know? Um, yeah. And then she um, hears Kevin. Well, now he's Kev. Let's call him Kev because that's when he's a dick. Kev on the phone and he's cheating. She catches him. Che- she hears him on the phone with his mistress. She catches it. She basically does her own private investigator work and, uh, you know, finds out that her husband is cheating on her. And she says to him, like, I know what you did. And she's like, and if you ever do that again, you will lose me, which yeah, I understand she thinks is taking a putting her size eleven foot down, but it doesn't seem. <laughs> yeah, you think she'd have she? I mean, it doesn't seem like a big stance to take. Like if you fuck, you've been fucking that girl, and if you fuck her again, you, I am gonna be mad at you. You know, like well, let's. I mean, the whole the whole rest of the movie, literally, because I was saying it's like she's like, no, she hears him on the phone with a girl, and she's like, yeah, if you do that again. You're going to lose me. Then split screen, you know, she finds out that he's, you know, got a whole nother relationship and whatever. If you do that one more time. Yeah. Like and it, then and then she's like finds out he has a house in a separate life nine miles away. She's like, don't even make me like, yeah, like don't make me she, come over there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on in. And, and I guess that's kind of why I like the whole thing about like not having any friends around because I I've just felt that void of that. Like who's fucking like if you're so in this that you cannot see beyond it and you're making terrible decisions like you need a couple good girlfriends you need a friend you know yeah yeah, yeah because it just, that made me really lonely for her yeah it was it's very true it's obviously not her fault at all that he's cheating on her then he's not taking her seriously when she says she'll leave him because she never does so it's just like they just keep both well, repeating the same shitty behavior yeah no she it just it was just kind of gross you know and it's too bad because it just prolonged everything it's like I, I feel like there were some relatable parts, but even at one point I'm like, come on, like, come on to want so much for yourself career wise and then to to think so little of yourself personally. You know, it just it was a weird dichotomy of it was of her personality. To it me, was. You know? I mean, it kind of like obviously, like you said, from the beginning, we saw her being like shit on by her parents um constantly so she you know maybe that goes to the low self-esteem especially since her father called her names like you know i guess there would be that sort of you know daddy issue type situation where she can't have someone leave her but it just and then she's and she's doing so well for herself i mean i know she just had a baby i know that they have a kid together i know that that makes these choices harder but like she's doing well for herself he's living off of her so it's like she's footing the bill with her big feet (laughs) <laughs> with her size 11 she's taking care well and and even as it goes on and shows this um affair like progressing like where they're she finds out that legitimately he's he's 
you know, shares a home and gets mail received at a house nine miles away with another oh woman. God. And like, that's when I think she goes over there. She like, right. what she write? Kev, Kevin, uh, Kevin, Wendy forever. Yeah. I, I would have chosen some other things to write. I think I know she like, uh, she glued, she like super glued, which she, you know, if you guys missed or did whatever, I didn't she, understand she found what out, that meant. She found out like, yeah, that he had like a full on, bought another woman like a house with her money right so wendy bought it yeah, yeah that was the other thing now she's also paying for his entire affair yeah, yeah. and then she like <laughs> glues the mailbox shut which i guess i mean oh i can't get mail i don't know i don't know what that <laughs> i mean i, I know this the scandalous <laughs> It was hilarious, but I didn't like. How about super glue his like you know? I put super glue in his seat or of his car. Or, I don't know anything. Put it on the handle of the how, how door. About his dick hole. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> how about super glue that Wendy his dick hole? Oh my god, that just that just made me like grab like grab where my like imaginary dick would be. <laughs> <'Cause it made laughs> me did so you un- just co- did you just cover your imaginary dick hole with your thumb? Because I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that seems like it would really hurt uh um, i love that like so she becomes a detective and a, a a crime stopper for the u.s postal service or whatever the fuck she's <laughs> doing with the mailbox but i like i noted that she also in this scene maybe it was intentional maybe not but she got bangs shortly after that like you know shit's going not well or really well when you go you just get bangs yeah but. we're like things are things are changing yeah. i got bangs um, yeah, and then she after after she super glued that shut. Yeah, she did as you said. She she graffitied on I guess the garage door that she paid for. Um, you know, Kevin and Wendy forever. And you're just like, uh, how about now? Like again, you're making it seem like you guys are gonna yeah. stay together. And then and like yeah. he comes to her and 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 she, and she, I think she said like people. Th- like the people found out about it and they all thought she approved of it because they knew that she paid for it or something. Oh yeah. 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 Like pe like people were sort of tiptoeing around her, like not bringing it up. And well, I mean, she probably, uh, was it sounds like she was wearing blinders because I mean, Kev was messy. Kev wasn't, he wasn't cleaning up after himself as far as this affair goes. You know what I mean? It was, it had to have been right in her face. You know, yeah, it was. It seemed like every like, like basically. I think people were like, "Well, we all knew about it, but we just thought you knew about it because it's like you would have had to have paid for the house." But um, and yeah. then she, but again, you know, he comes in and like in their house, in like it looks like she has like a theater room slash bar. It looked wonderful. This is where they confront oh, each other did. about, yeah. or she confronts him about it, and then he like. She hugs him, you know, he, he like, no, no, no. And then like breaks down and she's like, okay, I'm not going to break up with you until after my son goes to college is what she decides. And, uh, you know, and then she starts downing wine, which is the only appropriate reaction I've seen her have to his affairs like, so far. No, exactly. That exactly. That was the most human response that I, sh- that I saw. She yeah, she, but the kid was going to college in two years. She's like, yeah, just two more years I'm going to put up. Like, what the fuck? And also, you know, and like during all of this, like when, you know, when she found out about the affair and stuff, they had sold her show. Like she has her own show now, too. 
Yes. And again, I'm right. not saying She's your own show, York, you know, York, fixes yeah. everything, but like, you know, you're doing okay. Like it, it, you can shut the door you on can this walk guy. Away. I mean, yeah. he's not, he's not providing anything other than heartache yeah like he's not, it's not like she's i mean she's literally paying for everything and she's giving him like producer credit on the show he's like a producer on the show so he like he needs her and if you can't right. make him stop fucking other people even by threatening him then you gotta go like you gotta get right. out right. um right because they like you know i did think it was funny one thing she said after she like she starts like slugging wine a lot and um she says anyone uh who tells you they don't do that after they find out their husband ha- has an affair is a liar and i'm like well that's probably accurate you know most people probably yeah. slam wine but hopefully they slam it in a new home without that husband um no i yeah. know he's been he's been given more than one chance to not right cheat on right her. wait so that was right around the time or in the movie anyway it was placed where she passes out in the statue of liberty costume on air yeah yeah when she's she has her show and she it's like that famous fainting moment which um was very i remember seeing that like i remember it, it was so strange and everyone you know and i think they kind of i think they said she got overheated right wasn't that the first sort of yeah, story about it so. and they were like oh she got overheated which it didn't look comfortable in that statue of liberty costume at all no. um but obviously in this movie they let it you know were very honest about letting you know it's probably because she was slamming wine and and not well, she's fucking dehydrated i was like been there yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and in a you know ridiculous costume i mean talk to me any halloween in my 20s that's this ex- i had the exact oh. same reaction exactly no absolutely and and then she mm-hmm. goes to rehab in florida what the fuck is she wearing in that rehab did you notice that she's oh, dressed like, yeah like liberace like she's wearing yeah. a full like sequins top like two-piece suit thing yeah it was like a crop top like right like sequin i or maybe it wasn't i forget but it was it was very it was very flashy well listen Mm -hmm. if i have to go to rehab in florida and i'm paying for it and it did look like actually a pretty nice place look comfortable i would have just yeah i would have wanted to to glue my mail into the mailbox (laughs) yeah (laughs) never leave yeah i uh, I would be wearing ball gowns. I mean, why not? No, I actually, that's when you put the tiara on, you know, when you're exactly. in rehab. That's when I would rock the fuck out of a tiara. And I'm not, I'm not making fun of rehab. I'm not, I'm just, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. No, I would I'm, wear a tiara. Yeah. That's when you should not when you're yeah. just sitting in meetings with, uh, you know, other people <laughs> or sitting at your radio yeah. show all day and people are like, why is she wearing that crown? Did you see when she's in rehab and like someone give like she there's like a bag like someone gave her stuff or whatever and that's where she turns over a, just a regular stuffed animal and then <laughs> it's not even hidden in the stuffed animal there just appears a giant smartphone yeah so she basically had like in this rehab they had um you know she you get no ties to the outside world they don't want you to read about what people are talking about like it's probably more celebrity rehab or something so they don't want people googling and finding out so 
she basically has like a guy that's working there who's a says his mom's like a big fan of hers and she uses that leverage to get him to get her access to the outside world so she's like googling her yeah and like they put it in you're right there was no hidden i don't know if it was it it was a stuffed animal and then there was just a a phone like the size of she she (laughs) turns over the stuffed animal and it just appears and because mark made me rewind it several times because he got a real kick out of that movie magic (laughs) it was very fun yeah um but um and that's where she sees on the phone that kevin got his girlfriend pregnant right and she is like i'm getting out of this i'm getting out of this sober house and i guess him getting her the girlfriend pregnant was while she's in rehab especially was like the big you know, especially she's gone through, you know, on like she's gone through all these losses herself with pregnancy. I mean, they have a son now, but it's probably extra, you know, quote unquote, yeah. trigger, triggering, triggering. So, yeah. So she's like, I'm getting out of this house and I'm going to save my show. I have to save my show. There's people working for me. And this is kind of when she gets her like, if this was how Stella got her groove back, this is when Wendy got yeah. her groove back. This right? is Wendy got. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she had to go one of two ways. Either she was going to get her groove back and kind of like get her shit together or she was just going to get like a big house for all of them to live. Uh, Kev, his girlfriend, the new baby. I, I mean, because she'd been so fucking passive about this the whole time. It was like, I don't know what you're waiting for here. Girl. Yeah, somehow somehow being in rehab and seeing him get someone else pregnant was what really finally, you know, got her to say F you to this guy. And she she basically she gets a meeting together to reclaim her life. Uh, she gets away yeah. from Kevin. She goes uh, um, he comes to the sober house, I think, and she tells him to fuck off. And he's like, why are you going to throw this away? Or throw it what away? You're the worst. Throw it away. Oh, my God. You're, you're fucking a dumpster fire this guy this yeah lady from the yeah also you mean that the real quick i just want to say at the meeting um the big meeting where she's like kind of like you know i'm back uh she s- announces oh caviar my favorite and then um it was next to a pile of of cheese doritos is that and I was like, that's not right. That was another thing Mark made me rewind. He's like, those were Doritos. And I was like, no, they're not. Is that a thing? Because Doritos and caviar? I don't know. I, I'll i try it. Also, I would eat Doritos and dog shit, probably. <laughs> I say, I'll eat the Doritos yeah. and not the caviar, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. I have a gas station palate. Like, give me the Doritos. I don't, I don't, caviar is above me. But um, the, that was the one thing I remember talking about browned out in the documentary after this movie. She, uh, in real person, real life, Wendy Williams enjoys some caviar with some hot flame and Cheetos. So, so do you think that they couldn't, they didn't have the budget for Cheetos? They only had the budget for Doritos. I mean, I almost feel like Doritos and Cheetos are interchangeable when they're paired with fucking caviar. You know what I mean? (laughs) I just feel like if her thing is caviar and Cheetos, then why didn't they show Cheetos? Why do we have Doritos instead? Do Doritos sponsor the movie? What happened? That's a good question, Matt. That might be something that require we could circle back to. Yeah, I mean, we won't. But no, you know, never. We'll leave that. Yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. just like Lifetime leaves you with a lot of questions about what happened in a movie. We don't try to close the book on any of our questions. We just leave them out there for the rest of the world to ponder over with us. <laughs> we're the we're the worst sleuths ever. <laughs> <laughs> Not a oh, yeah. Man. 
I mean, yeah. it did, you know, and that's it basically ended there. Like she has a big meeting at, at work and she's like, Kevin is no longer a producer and the whole room claps, which I think is hilarious. Like whether or not that happened, I don't know. But like if everyone hate, you know, if everyone hated him that much, I mean, they're like, oh my God, finally, you know, yeah, <laughs> He's, yeah. that guy's not working. And she, um, she says, he almost broke me. She says to him, you almost broke me, but you didn't. And then she ends, you know, basically like back in charge and back on top, which is great. You know, that's a nice, yeah, I liked yeah. that ending. I enjoyed, yeah. um, I enjoyed seeing her take charge of her life. Triumph in that sense, for sure. I mean, who, although, um, that might've felt triumphant, but if anybody stayed on to watch the documentary after, <laughs> she's having a tough time. It seems like, you triumph, know, and triumph and, goes away. And, yeah, it really does. And again, I feel like I'm constantly quoting him, but Mark actually stuck around for this movie. And it, my he put the ending on it to me because he said, can you imagine a world without Wendy Williams? And he's like, I sure can. He was so <laughs> bored. <laughs> he's I like, was like, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, I like she's so she's very entertaining. I, th- I always I, I do enjoy her talk show. I actually try it like <laughs> there was a point when I, I was. I was trying to get on it to like promote something, but I guess I had like made fun of her back when I was on Chelsea lately. Like, I think I, oh my God. I think I made fun of, if I, re- if I remember correctly, I, w- I we were watching, we saw like a clip from her show, you know, that we were watching while I was on the panel and she pulled out like her notes for the day from underneath her wig, which is like her thing, I guess, but I hadn't ever seen it yeah, before. She, it's funny. She pulled something out from underneath a wig on the documentary. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, I forget yeah, what like, it was. But anyway, so it, I didn't realize I mean, she, that was maybe, a thing. Maybe, I don't know what else she, who knows what she has in there? Caviar, yeah. you know? Um, it's like Mary Poppins carpet bag. But like, it know. struck me as funny. And like, I, I made a joke about it. I don't even know what it was, but like, it, it's not, first of all, it's a bit that she's doing. So, to, and then yeah. I guess from what I was told, she like heard about it and, and is not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of mine or something. I I was like, she made fun of me on the, on the, on that show. And I'm like, first of all, here's my, like, you are like a celebrity gossip person. Like that's what you do. And I'm on a show where we do celebrity gossip. Like that's what Chelsea lately was, you know, and this is obviously a very long time ago, but, um, and like, but you're doing a bit where you pull something out from under your wig. Like, obviously that's like a thing you do because it's funny. So I acknowledged it and like, I didn't, you know, call her names or whatever. I was just like, what? Right. She's pulled notes out from her or whatever. And so, and who knows, maybe I said something off the cuff that was like, you know, not as funny. Nice. I really, do, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just like, I know that, you know, I just thought, I just remember thinking it was kind of strange that someone who does that for a living would be, you know, cause, I mean, there's a, obviously a living wild to me, Sarah. Yeah. Like you no, Wendy Williams. You guys are. <laughs> Wendy Williams knows. No, who I don't are, know her. And, no, I'm totally. I'm fucking her up. But that's so crazy to me that you had that experience. Or and also, or she, like, or maybe she never. It could have been like maybe someone on her show, you know, watched our show and was like, right, nobody right. on that panel will ever be on because they made had like a segment about her. I mean, who knows? I don't know if it was like her personally right, right. or or whatever. But yeah, point is, right. it just seemed a little fucking ridiculous to me because it's like that's not um, 
you know, of all the beefs in the world, that's not the one to to take up with somebody. I don't think I feel like that's a very mild joke. Like if I, you know, made fun of your drug addiction or something. She made the joke. Yeah. Like she did the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I just, what I, mean? I always yeah. thought that was a little strange for someone who like, um, and like I listen, I'm a comedian and I have the fucking zero, uh, the, my, you know, my skin is very thin. If someone says something mean to me, I'll hide in my closet and cry for the rest of the, my life. But, um, <laughs> so I get, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not throwing stones here at taking things too personally, but I was just sort of, I just remember being surprised by that. And like I said, the details to me are very, um, fuzzy. It's like you don't eat caviar in hot flaming Cheetos unless you want somebody to notice it or talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? Pulling uh, notes out from under a wig is something that you're doing to get the sole purpose to draw attention and have people talk about it. So that's just bizarre to me but that is really funny I didn't know you had this like look I you know I don't I'm not claiming anything for you I'm just saying that's really funny like I didn't know that that you were trying to get on that show whenever that was yeah one of your books or something I think it was yeah I think it was like my first book too so that would have been you know 2011 or 12 so like I said I can not recant the details well and uh, if Wendy Williams yeah. is listening, she'll probably let me know exactly what I said that pissed her off. Um, but uh, <laughs> that would be the best <laughs> problem we could ever have. I don't want to know. Me? I would be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. I'll be like, tell it to me. I break things down and make it palatable for Sarah. I'd go meet with Wendy for you. But also... Um, your husband uh, cheated on you 17 times and had houses with different people and you never got mad at him. You give me a fucking break about the wig comment, you know, <laughs> about the wig and the notes. Yeah, now you're right. It's uh, her. Her reactions are not scaled correctly. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Inconsistent not at, at best. Yes. Yes. Well, that that was a thing and we watched it and, you know, I. I hope Wendy continues to get her shit together. Um, she 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 cried a lot on that document. I mean, it was just very r- raw, raw and yeah. and and it felt sad. And you know, hopefully, uh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch it tonight. And um, but I, I mean, I it looked like from what the, from the previews, it looked like they were just showing her like fully just on a couch like this is you know I'm not happy and this is a mess and blah 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 and like letting letting loose and I say good honor for being you know out there and honest with her shit I do like that even if she um polished up a lot of turds to make herself look better in the movie <laughs> yeah. which uh that's one of my favorites polishing turds <laughs> no, it's just that saying I love it so much it's a good it is a good saying it um, really is and you know guys listen next week uh, there is a, well, first of all, you know that we have Married at First Sight recaps. We're doing season 12 Married at First Sight. Those come out yes. every Friday. And um, it's getting juicy now. So it, it'll be fun to listen to us, whether you watch the show or not. Yeah, it's getting, yeah, because now, now they have to like actually go on their honeymoons and stuff. But, um, and it's already looks, it looks like there's some real juice coming with this Chris asshole. But yes. um, also next, yes. next weekend is a uh, Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina movie. And we will not yeah. be. <laughs> recapping that because no it's not no. it's not that's a sad story and you know obviously there's sad stories in any um 
real life, you know, movies based on real life, just like there was in the Wendy Williams one. But, you know, we all know what happened to both Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina. Yeah, so we're not going to attempt to. It just doesn't to... feel. Well, also, yeah, it's like I want to watch it just to watch it. But like. So we're going to find, you know, either whatever's airing on Lifetime Movie Network. I think I saw something called Killer Advice about a therapist that, you know, maybe. Is oh, a mark. yeah. There's going to be plenty for us to pick from this week to, to find uh, that won't be. Um, depressing. So that's what we're going to do. Definitely. And if yeah. you, yeah, if you haven't um, caught up, you can check out some of our previous episodes. And we do, what do we have now? Three Married at First Sight or two? I can't remember. I think we have three. And, yeah. And we're going into, yeah. and then, and hey, are, are you my podcasters or Instagram um, or Twitter at all of it? It's, are you my podcast on almost everything? I think Twitter is the one that's, at are you my pod? Um, yeah. You can let us know if there's something you see that's airing this week that you think we should cover for next week. I, I think we know what we're doing, but you know, we, uh, we listen to suggestions. We really do. We do. We do. We do. We do. We're, li- we do. we're listeners. We listen to our listeners. I love you, Mary. I love you, Sarah. We'll see you guys next week.